Hey, my whizzes, you are tuning into episode 97 of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. And in this show, I'm talking through my favorite ways to use awards and recognition to drive sales of your packaged product. Time and time again, I see Retail Ready students win awards. So whether that's a, a Good Food Award, a Sophie Award, a USA Today Best of Award, or a local award from a regional competition, or maybe even being recognized in a roundup of fantastic products. And then those students don't take advantage of all that you can do to celebrate that recognition and drive sales as a result. Result. So this episode will help you stretch that important achievement, which is the whole point of winning those accolades. So let's get right to it. You're listening to Food Biz Whiz, the weekly podcast for everyone in the packaged food industry. Join your host, Ali Ball, to learn how to launch, grow, and scale your business. You'll hear real-life examples from her time as a professional grocery buyer, interviews with CPG experts, and listen in on actual client coaching sessions. Let's get going. This episode is sponsored by the Good Food Awards, the nation's first and only initiative to honor food and drink crafters for excellence in both taste and sustainability. Each summer, the Good Food Awards opens entries to crafters across 18 delicious categories. I honestly cannot recommend this nonprofit organization enough after working closely with them for seven years. The entry form takes just five minutes to complete with a deadline at the end of this month on June 30th. You'll ship your samples in late late August with a big blind tasting that has included really fantastic judges like Alice Waters, Samin Nosrat, Michael Pollan, and many, many more. In a recent awards season, 23 Retail Ready students were finalists, and 15 of those were honored as winners. In witnessing their growth, I can tell you that it is an incredible marketing and community building opportunity, with many winners reporting between 10 and in one case, 400% growth in the following year. The fee to enter is $78 and entry period is June 1st to the 30th. So be sure to go to goodfoodfdn.org to make your submissions and use the code foodbizwiz for 10% off your first entry. All right. So I wanted to do this show because of the Good Food Awards entry period season, which is now happening. I'll tell you more about that in a second. But I've had some questions that have come up around whether or not people should enter and and why they should enter. So like I said in the intro, if you win an award, frankly, it is your responsibility. It's your duty to milk it for all that it is worth. So you are doing yourself a disservice if you don't. Think about it. You go through that process of, you know, obviously creating the product, (laughs) making sure that you're meeting all these sustainability standards, really fine tuning things. And if you, you pay typically pay to enter and then Congratulations, you win an award. That is amazing. If you are not taking full advantage and going through all the steps that you can to shout that recognition from the the rooftops, you're you're selling yourself short. So that's what we want to fix today. We don't want that to happen. So Sarah Weiner and I actually talked about this last week on the podcast, Sarah being the co-founder of the Good Food Foundation. And we talked through some of the things that she's seen she's seen people um 
gain as a result of winning a good food award. And I want to dive a little bit deeper into that today. So if you missed last week's episode, make sure to check that out. I'll put it directly here in the show notes. You get to hear about Sarah and the history of the Good Food Foundation, who is the right fit for the awards. Again, like what what happens when you do win and, and more information about the behind the scenes tasting. It's a really, really great episode. So I'll make sure to put that in, in the show notes for you. So... <sighs> A few things to remember, and and the biggest one is that we as consumers are overwhelmed by decision. We go into a grocery store or a farmer's market or, gosh, scrolling on Amazon, and there are so many products out there that we can choose from. We have too many choices as consumers, and... Oftentimes, we want external validation to help us make a choice. Everyone likes an award winner. So you know when you stand up and you say, my product won an award, my product was recognized as the tastiest product from someone (laughs) besides my own friends and family, that provides validation. And that helps the consumer make a choice about your product. So one of the biggest mistakes that I see is that people win awards and again, you don't use that recognition to your full advantage. Sometimes I hear, and I say this in the nicest way, that people win awards and then they whine (laughs) about how winning it didn't make any difference and why should they even bother submitting again in the future? And I'm going to give you some tough love, you guys, and tell you that it's because you have not, again, used every single thing in your power to take advantage of winning that award. So typically what this looks like is you win an award and then you do one social media post about it, or maybe you send one email about it to your list and you expect that you expect that all of the um, people will come to you, right? Like if I post about it once, everyone will know that I am an award winner. And that's just not how it works. And here's the thing. I know why you do that. I do it too. It, it feels, it can feel uncomfortable to talk about your successes over and over and over again, right? Like we think, oh, we we shouted it everywhere once. Like we don't want to be pretentious. We don't want our audience to see the same things over and over. And I understand that feeling of not wanting to uh, bombard our audiences with our own successes. But we have to remember that when we put content out there, whether it's over emails or social media platforms, a very slim group of our audience, of our followers, of our subscribers actually see that content. So if you want more and more people to see it, you've got to post it multiple times. I'll talk more about that in a a moment in the show here. So like I said, that is what we are going to fix today. I am going to rattle off a whole bunch of things that you can, and frankly, that you should do when you win awards or press recognition. So I hope 
I hope this is helpful for you as if you're a past award winner, it's never too late to go back and put this in place. Even if you won the award a year ago, right? This episode is still for you. And also helpful for folks who are debating if they should enter the Good Food Awards or some other future awards. So as you guys know, the Good Food Awards, near and dear to my heart, worked with them for a long, long time. They are in the middle of entry period. So entry period goes until the end of June, June 30th, 2021. And you can use our code, our generous promo code of foodbizwiz for 10% off your first entry. So you can find that at goodfoodfdn.org. That's where you can apply or of course, find it in the show notes today. All right. So here's what we're going to talk about. I'm going to, like I said, rattle off. This is going to be casual here. I'm going to talk about what you can do to use awards and recognition for your retail accounts to how to boost in-store sales or connect with buyers. And then I'm also going to talk a little bit about direct-to-consumer or your e-commerce sales. All right. Are you guys ready for it? (laughs) It's going to be rapid fire. So here we go. First off, your retail accounts. I, one of the things that I love most about awards or press recognition, I'm going to keep saying awards, but know that the two are interchangeable here is that you can use it. You can use winning an award, whether you are a finalist or an actual award winner to re-engage with buyers that you are pursuing. So inside of Retail Ready, we have a whole, our scripted success formula. And one of the things that we really talk about is being that squeaky wheel, staying top of mind for, for your potential wholesale buyers. And that involves literally emailing every two weeks. That probably makes some of you panic here. Every two weeks is a lot. And certainly one of the things that you probably question is like, well, Allie, like what the heck am I supposed to say every freaking two weeks when I send that follow-up email? One of the things that you can absolutely say, absolutely mention is the fact that you are a finalist or an award winner. Basically you want any reason to pop into that potential new retail accounts inbox and remind them that you still exist. When you are competing with hundreds of other products every single month who are pitching to your your category manager, you've got to find a way to stand out. There is no better way to do this than to tell them of, again, external press or recognition that you have gotten. It's one thing to say like that you think your product's the best, and it's a whole other thing to say that this respected organization also thinks your product is the best. So when you do that, I want to make sure that you you recognize the award in the subject line. Don't, don't bury it in your email there. We want it loud and clear in the subject line as you're trying to re-engage with buyers. From there, So that's more of like a a short-term thing. From there, I want you to put those awards on your sell sheets, especially, so so always have the award on there. Um, It can be a little banner at the bottom. It can be on the individual products. Um, And I think that this can be really helpful to guide buyers into which products you want them to purchase. If you have any sort of award recognition, even like a a notable quote or like feedback about a product, you can literally like put that above the individual products on your sell sheets. And we want that to be loud and clear. We have one retail ready student who has won multiple Sophie awards and good food awards. And they just have it literally like on the, on the front of their sell sheet 
pretty large um, so that when that buyer opens that PDF, they see that front and center and it immediately, immediately again, uh, verifies that they ha- that there is external validation and external excitement about this product. So put it on your sell sheet. From there, use it to re-engage with shoppers on the shelf. And I've got two ways that you can do this. The first one is to print your own stickers and literally put them on your product. Sylvie of Just Dates Her Up did this with the Good Food Award when she won. And the Good Food Awards has this little blue sticker that is really you know, nice and simple and, but eye catching. It's a nice, like royal blue color. And she just stuck that on, on every single (laughs) jar. I think it was with the just dates are up. Um, And so when, when, again, when you're browsing that shelf of products and you see a product that has an extra little sticker on it that says something about an award, it captures that shopper's attention, especially in a busy retail environment. So certainly connect with that, you know, whoever is awarding the award, connect with them and see if they provide the stickers. But if they don't, it might be worthwhile for you to print them yourself. One thing that you could do is you could test it in a couple of retail accounts and see if it makes a difference for your sales. Um, Instead of printing 10,000 stickers, why don't you go ahead and print you know, 500 and do it in a couple key accounts and see if you like track it and see if you have an uptick in sales in those accounts. If the answer is yes, then clearly it is worth it for you to print off those stickers and do it to your other ones. Certainly taking into account the, the cost of printing the stickers and the labor of stickering them. All right. From there, I also highly encourage you to create shelf talkers that that talk about the award or the press that you've received. And so not all stores do shelf talkers. We know this, right? A shelf talker is a little thing, a little tag that hangs below your product on the shelf. And again, it captures attention in that really busy retail environment. Not all stores love them, but those who do are really big fans. So I remember when I was a buyer, Gosh, I was in charge of all of the shelf talkers for the grocery department. So about 3000 SKUs. And I loved it when producers came to me and they said, you know, I've got a really eye catching, you know, professionally made laminated, beautiful shelf talker that physically fits underneath my product on the shelf. So typically like pretty small business card size. Would you like a copy? That was a no brainer. Yes. For me. And again, so we're really thinking about how can we how can we get that consumer to know that we have been awarded something by again, a third party and how, how can we use that to draw attention to our products on the shelf? Okay. From there, I've got one other, one other thing that you can do to help your retail sales. And this is a big one. So especially as we think about trade shows coming back, certainly in person, I know Expo East in September, at the end of September, is the first in-person one that's really on my radar, the first big one. And and this was a tip that came from Charlie, um, our VP of Student Success here inside of Food Biz Whiz. Charlie, as you guys know by now, runs Element Shrub. So Element Shrub is ready to drink and concentrated beverage line. And he has won, gosh, 
so many awards for his shrub. So Sophie Awards, Good Food Awards, USA Today Awards, recognition by Oprah. I mean, gosh, you name it. And I feel like Charlie has been like, (laughs) he has been on top of it. So Charlie said one of the biggest advantages that he has for trade shows is he literally lines up the awards on his trade show table. And you know what that does? Again, just like it does for consumers, when those buyers are walking a trade show floor that can literally have hundreds, if not thousands of brands there, those awards are really recognizable. The Sophie ones, it's literally like a little little like chef guy (laughs) and it's a trophy. And then the Good Food Awards is a plaque with this um, very recognizable ribbon with it. And so having those all laid out on the table can be really, really powerful in getting buyers to stop by your booth. I know Joanne actually with Little Apple Treats cited the same thing, that it was a really, really great way to get people to actually engage with her. And again, because it's that third-party validation. So from there, um, trade shows absolutely is something that you want to use where you want to highlight your awards. And then also, similarly, you want to use them at your demos and at your farmer's markets. And again, just because it is such a great way to get your audience to engage in conversation with you. If you've got, you know, a cute little (laughs) plaque that's in the shape of a piece of candy with this ribbon on it, and it says good food awards, 2019, and you've got it right there on your demo station, chances are people will say, you know, what's that? Or tell me about that thing or, huh, (laughs) what are the good food awards? And it's a great way that you can, again, start a conversation about the recognition that you've had. Okay. So trade show booth demos and farmer's markets, get those physical awards on your material or on your table. Um, You can also get it printed if you've got a banner or some sort of pop-up tent. You can say award-winning caramel sauce, award-winning sauerkraut, whatever you want. Again, just to start that conversation with the buyer or with that consumer. Okay. So that's those are my those are my thoughts for retail sales and now I want to give you some some other tips for direct to consumer and e-commerce sales. So first off I talked about this a little bit in the intro, but it's really the idea of of emailing your list, emailing your subscribers multiple times when you get great press recognition or you win an award. So again, you guys heard me say this, that it might might push you out of your comfort zone. It might feel a a little much to email again and again and again, but think about how often you open emails, what your average open rate is. Let's say you are doing an awesome job and your average open rate is 40%. That means out of clearly out of every 100 people who you have on your list, only 40 people are opening those emails. You need to spread the message multiple times in order for your full audience to, to see it. And I'm still, I'm going to argue that your full audience is never going to, to open those emails. So what you might consider is what makes it juicy for your audience to celebrate with you. Maybe you run a sale, a celebratory sale where you're promoting your pickles and you're really excited. And so you're offering 20% off through the month of June. 
Maybe you're asking them to help share in your excitement and share, you know, share about a, share a social media post where you're, you highlight your winning or forward an email to a friend and they get $5 off their first order. Think about how you can get your community to celebrate with you. Next up, this is so obvious, but by gosh, you want to post about it on social media. You want to post about it again and again and again. And I'm not even talking about in that first week that you win the award. You know, there's so many ways that we can do like flashback Fridays, throwback Thursdays. Hey, remember six months ago when we won that Sophie award, we're still celebrating. (laughs) Again, there are so many ways that you can continue to celebrate, you know, literally for a year after you win that press and recognition. Um, Thinking about creative ways to do it too. You know, you can add it to your story highlights on Instagram. You can say like, you know, three things that you may not have known about our company. Number one, we won a Sophie award in 2017. Number two, we've been voted best, I don't know, best uh, peppermint patty in America by this category. You know, again, like you can think about how you can shout those awards and that recognition again and again and again. If you are doing one post, you know, if you take nothing else away from this podcast, if you post or email about it one time, you are doing yourself a disservice. Next up, talk about like where you can put things forever and ever. And that is in your email signature. I love it. I love it when I see brands who have a signature that cites their awards and recognition. And that's great because again, every time you're in conversation with someone, whether it's a buyer or um, potentially a producer that you're going to collaborate with or a potential press lead, they see your email signature and that can be really, really powerful. Next up, again, obvious, but put it on your website. (laughs) I cannot tell you how many people, how many retail ready students, I love you guys, but you gotta, you gotta get better at this. How many retail ready students win awards and I go to their website and there is no mention of them. I personally would love to see a banner or a pop-up about that award. I'd love to see it on your Shopify site, like with each product that's won an award. How about like a little colorful banner that calls it out? I mean, again, we it, it feels like we need to beat our audience over the head with this information because otherwise they just don't see it. Next, um, I've got two more things. I love it when producers put that they are award winners on their Amazon sites. And again, this just goes back to the idea that we as consumers have, <laughs> have way too many products to choose from. And by citing that you have won an award or got some sort of recognition, you are proving to them that you are externally validated. And then finally... I think it's really important to use awards as a way to get extended media from it. So once you win an award, it would be fantastic if you wrote up your own press release, clearly explaining what the award is and why it's important. Because again, these local publications don't know that, you know, we might all know (laughs) what the good food awards are, but our like local newspaper doesn't necessarily know that. So again, you write up this press release. What is the award? Why are you proud that you are, are winning it somehow spin it into, you know, tie it to whatever publication you're pitching to and send it on off. 
publicists are always looking for stories. And while you, you know, your end goal might be getting written up in the New York Times, but for now, like, how about you, you pitch to your local newspaper or your regional sunset magazine or your regional, regional edible magazine, um, I said regional sunset. I didn't mean that regional edible magazine, uh, because we are, you know, in publishing, people are always looking for stories. So from there, as you get those stories, as you get those press mentions, you are going to essentially press play on this episode again and follow these steps from the beginning with each new press hit that you get. Again, use it to pitch to new buyers. Use it to re-engage with existing buyers. Create your shelf talkers. Gosh, send out those email blasts. Shout it out on social media. Update your social media bios. Like Update, update that Instagram bio every time you get a new press mention. The cycle just continues and continues and continues. Okay. Whew. I told you it was going to be rapid fire. So there you have it. A whole bunch of things that you can do with your award recognition to help you boost sales. Remember, it is your responsibility to actually do something with that great recognition that you get. So now is your time. So thank you as always for tuning in. Next week's episode is with culinary brand strategist, Evelyn Williams, and she's going to join me in conversation around high end brands. So if you've got a product that's a bit more pricey than your competitors, you are going to want to tune in. I will see you right back here next week. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Food Biz Whiz, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you never miss a beat. Hungry for more? Check out www.foodbizwiz.com. That's food, B-I-Z-W-I-Z.com for detailed show notes from all episodes. Thanks again for tuning in and stay busy.